Welcome to the Pinch to Zoom podcast, the show where we zoom in on the latest tech news, products, and trends. I'm Stetson. I'm Gabe. And this is our 70th episode of the podcast, right? This is, we you know, did it. Had ourselves on the back. This is a pretty big achievement. Yeah, most podcasts, I think it's 50% die before they even get to seven episodes. So we've made it 10 times the life of average podcast. Yeah, it's a pretty monumental achievement. I'm proud of us. We stayed consistent even through a global pandemic. We compromised. We leveraged Zoom. And uh, we even even did a bonus uh, Best of Tech 2020 series to end the year off. Yeah, it was great. I thought it was a it was fantastic. We had some segments come and go, which were really fun. We did go review, pitch me the cons. Um, and I think we'll be exploring some new segments in the future. So yeah. So I mean, do you have any tech? I don't really have any. I mean, my I feel like the joke everyone makes about tech resolutions is like, oh, my tech resolution is 8k <laughs> next year. <laughs> yeah, we're at 16k like now. Black Magic is apparently at 12k now. Yeah, no, I think 8K actually really isn't here yet, to be honest. It's, it's on a, the verge. It's, it's Maybe we'll talk train. about it later, actually. Yeah. So for this episode, we're going to do New Year's resolutions for tech companies, what they should be resolving to do. We're going to have a revamped Quick News 3.0 segment that will get this actually be quick. Uh, we'll see about that. And then we're going to be ending the episode with some of our tech predictions and outlook for 2021. So, yeah, let's uh, get ready for a great episode. Yeah, so starting off with our New Year's resolutions for different tech companies out there. I mean, we have to start with Apple. I feel like we're not an Apple podcast, but because Stetson is in the room, we're an Apple podcast. We're pretty close to being an Apple podcast, or at least they're one of our favorite brands. I mean, I actually had an Apple right before coming up here just to get myself on the right. It was a. Red Delicious. Oh, gosh. The worst named thing. Oh, get them out of here. Thing other than the AirPods Max. So so what's Apple's? What are Apple's? Apple's uh, I have Apple New Year's resolution. Have iOS 15 be entirely built around new, in quotes, features, which have existed in Android for years? Yeah. You know, I think that's um, a really good point. You know, market them as new, groundbreaking, exactly. revolutionary. People will praise you. Your fanboys will just be like, this is incredible. <laughs> how is How are they doing this? And Android users will just be like face palming in the corner. <laughs> I actually had one for Apple. Yep. Uh, it's to stop including the chargers with MacBooks because, right, we saw that with iPhone. True. And we just need to do that with MacBooks. You know, while they're at it, maybe just remove the power cable from iMacs. iMac users already have a power cable. Well, iPads get them too, though. So they need to get rid of the iPads. Oh, yeah. First. Just, yeah, get rid of all. You know what? They should just stop selling chargers altogether, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, kind of on a similar line to there, I had. Really stick it to the switch to USB-C crowd by adding or putting lightning cables into all of their products. Oh, okay. So, like, not only would just uh, iPhones be lightning cables, but they actually switch back all the iPads <laughs> using lightning ports. What if they did the both? The Macs would be using lightning ports, not USB-C, <laughs> just lightning ports. And then they, the next year, then they'd go completely wireless. And, and to get the wattage, you'd actually need four lightning exactly. ports. <laughs> <laughs> yep, four lightning cables plugged in to charge up and actually to keep it powered. Use it. Yeah. I love it. That sounds great. You would absolutely hate that. Do you have any more for Apple? Uh, I think I think that's it for I me. Had, I had one more. Okay. That was kind of, this was, you know, you set that one goal out there that's just like, maybe, huh, we can hope for it. But this was that they're going to release a $4,000 folding iPhone. Okay. Like, they didn't really, the guys there just, it was kind of a fever dream when he put up this resolution, but he's like, Something about like AirPods Max and like being able to sell out a $550 pair of headphones. He's like, 
we can sell out a four thousand dollar folding iPhone. Yeah, so they basically take the competition and double and the double price. It. Yeah, exactly. So right? we have the two thousand dollar Galaxy Fold. Excuse yeah. me, Z Fold Z Two. Z Fold Two. Yeah. And so you just double that. You're at four thousand dollars. You throw an Apple logo on it. Well, that's and, why. Uh, take out the charger out of the box, and then boom, you're good boom. to go. Golden. All right. That sounds uh, great. Moving on. Who do you have next for resolutions? I had some resolutions for Microsoft. Okay. Yeah. What they uh, have. And I think they actually need to take ARM seriously. You know, because it's yeah. uh. They they they're they're skipping leg day and arm day and they shouldn't be skipping either. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. I didn't have any for Microsoft. Do you have any more there or? Uh, not really. Not really. I had uh, one for Oculus. Okay. Kind of, which is I guess you know gaming stuff. I said they will automatically uh, record anything or record you playing VR and then upload the most embarrassing moments to your Facebook page. Oh, that makes That's sense. That's a new requirement. With that integration. Yeah, because they want to get more video on Facebook and like embarrassing fail videos are great. So this is just automatically you have to consent to that to use. And it'll be headset. AI generated. You'll get compilations yep. of all your fails throughout exactly. your weeks, the months. You'll get like uh, Google Photos gives you like on this day in 2016. So you'll get like on this day in yeah. 20. And, they, and they'll sometimes even they'll replace like what game you're playing with like embarrassing things <laughs> as well. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Yeah. Um, let me see who else I have. Okay. Yeah. I had some Amazon ones. Yeah. And just want to thank the companies for sending these to us like and being able to the, the fact yeah, that sharing the. Because we're the only podcast that got these. Yeah, it, deep insight. I mean, yeah. it's really, this is the 70th episode, and we really, we're, it's, we're so lucky to go so out the, with a bang here, a you know? Huge, huge get for us. Start off, uh, yeah, Amazon. Have? Amazon, okay. Yeah, they actually need to ship things slower. They're oh, going, okay. they're going too fast. Yeah. And everyone's starting to slow down, trying to be in the, you know, in the present moment. So I think they just need to ship things slower. I could see that. I could definitely see that for sure. And I, I also heard they were going to try to uh, buy more companies because they weren't buying enough oh yeah yeah, yeah. that was more on the acquisitions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that they don't ha- they don't they're not in enough they're not spread out enough right yep. like only having one grocery store and one you know exactly server no they need to spread out i totally actually, agree i have another one with amazon too yep. they actually need to ship things faster oh, okay so ship something faster and then slower uh-huh so i actually i actually i want products on my doorstep before i even click the order button but then i also want them to be there slower mm-hmm. i get that yep Nice. Well, I have uh, something from Nintendo. Wait, wait, wait. I have, I have oh, one another more. Amazon. I don't, don't want to jump in okay, here, but yeah. uh, they need to make a flying Echo. Because I was thinking about it, right? We have a flying security Coming camera. Coming up, yeah. I mean, that, I'm almost thinking of buying that. So that will fly around the house. And I was like, well, wait a minute. What if I only have one Echo? And True. I'm in a different room. I have to like shout. So the Echo, I want to fly to me. To like an actual it. Echo, it will follow you around. Exactly. That is pretty, yep. and that's so, the marketing tagline there too. I, I didn't mean to uh, cut you off. No, there. that's You're okay. Moving on to Nintendo. I had Nintendo. I had I had that they're going to release a Switch Lite Labo, which is actually just an etch a sketch with cardboard. And if you're worried that people won't buy it, the fact that Switches are always sold out means eventually that's going to be the only Switch on the shelf, and people are going to buy it. They're just going to have to buy it. Yeah, exactly. There's so, going to be no other option. I mean, and it'll be only a hundred dollars, but okay, they'll they'll pay for it because it's a Nintendo Switch Labo Lite, whatever thing. That sounds great. Yeah. What do you have up next? Anything I else? have Google. Actually. Google. Okay. Yeah. So I realized, uh, you know, big breakthrough. They need to make Google Assistant worse. Okay. They're huh. just they're too far ahead in the game, and we need competition, right? This is what I'm I'm told. We need competition. Keep the yeah. landscape fair. Apple is just so far behind. We got to bring. We got to turn down the dial on Google it's Assistant. Very considerate of them. Right. And then keep it. All right. Now we have an equal playing field again. And finally, we get some more competition. Consumers will actually have choice as opposed to just wanting to go with Google. Yeah, that yeah. was my thing. 
That's I didn't have anything for Google. I guess I, they sent it all to you. Oh, uh, make Pixel Camera worse. It's just too good. Same kind of deal, you know. Very true. You Very know? true. They so. are just getting too good there. Um, I had a Canon Sony. They had a joint. Uh, oh, of, they went in on this together. Yeah, a, a joint little unusual uh, collaboration. Okay. No, it's kind of good because like they're keeping each other accountable for this one. They said that they're gonna include a gun with one bullet in it. Uh, with their new high-end cameras, so that when users uh, go to edit the 8K RAW footage or the 422 10-bit, they can just shoot their computer to put it out of its misery. Okay, that sounds great. Right? That's <laughs> It's really considerate of them uh, to do that. And, I mean, honestly, yeah, I would have... You know, I had to go out right now and buy my own gun to shoot my computer when I first started editing. That's actually been a process. footage. Yeah. yeah. You have to get licensed. I had to get licensed. Oh, my gosh. Like, it'd be much quicker. I mean, I guess... You could just do the typical bottle of water, but that's a messy way to do it. Just a gun mm-hmm. right through the logic board. Boom. That's it. You know, thank you, computer, for your work. Okay, that makes sense. I, yeah. I won just for Sony. Okay, yeah. Um, And they need to make their naming scheme actually more confusing. Because it, it dawned huh, on me. Interesting. People are starting to recognize the WH-1000 XM4s. Yeah, we're, we're really getting that. <laughs> right? So everyone knows the name now, and that's the sign they need to move on. Okay. Add add more. Interestingly, I had something along a similar vein actually for because well, so DJI. Yeah. Uh, I first had. Wait, other companies make drones. It's not really a resolution, wait, but that was that was just their. They, again, this is kind of like a random thought they wrote down in their journal. Mm-hmm. But like, they're they're not really sure other companies make drones, so they're trying to f- remember if they do in 2021 or oh, that, or, I see. are they the only company making drones? But their actual resolution was to shorten their name to just D. <laughs> and then get rid of any product names and just replace them with grunts and clicks. So you'd have like the you know the DJI RS2 would just be the, mm-hmm. and that would be you know right much easier than having actual letters and words. No, so maybe should Sony do that? No, Sony needs to get more complicated. I think. Do you think they need more letters or more numbers? Probably both. And actually, it's really a shame that they're only using American like uh, numeric system. I think they need to go maybe pull back some like ancient uh, what is it cuneiform where they were using like the in clay pressing different mm, shapes okay that would actually be really interesting. so we can't even pronounce it it's just like a visual exactly icon. that that would step it up to the next level okay so. so not only do you have to say the name but you gotta describe that all right it's a swoop and then there's two dots below the swoop yeah, maybe, and then maybe, the vertical maybe swoop. it's like a what's that game um where you're acting stuff out Right. Oh yeah, like, what is that? Like categories? Um, categories? No, no, or, no, that's wrong. No, that's wrong. Something like that. Like pic- picture. Pictionary. Yeah, there we go. Right, like you have it describes that, and you actually have to mm-hmm. act out. Oh, or, that makes sense. So there's a segment at the beginning of every video. In this video, we're doing a review of the okay two words, no, yeah. five, ten <laughs> syllables, three words, and it's, twelve it's letters. This, yeah, something like that. Okay. Uh, did you have any more? I had one for uh, Rode microphones. It's a really, this is a really a sweet one. It's to keep making other tech companies uh, look bad with well-made products and incredible customer service. Oh, okay. Um, but then also tormenting uh, and uh, their people who are trying to save money by releasing ever more expensive products that look incredibly good. <laughs> That's great. I have, I have one for Samsung. Yep. Add a second Bixby button to all their phones. Wow, that is... Yep. As so really... they, they got rid of it, and actually that was met with a lot of uh, negative criticism. Yeah. And so now they need to they need two to make up for the year they, they didn't have it. They really they were they were lacking last year. Um, they just fell off their game. Like it's okay, Samsung. We understand. Like we all fall off the horse. This year is when you get back on it. Twenty twenty one, 
two Bixby buttons. Let's go for it. Yep. And we need three Bixby speakers. Three Bixby speakers. Along with the original one, which we actually lost. We don't know where that went. Where did it even go? Yeah. So let's it's in a warehouse you know, somewhere. <laughs> let's let's just come back strong. You can make up for it. It's not the time's not lost. There's no time like the present. I had. Um, do you have any more? Or how many more you have? I, I those were the resolutions. That I have one I more got. company. Okay, one more company from GoPro. You, of you course, had the contacts, man. Yeah, one of well, my favorite company. One of one of my favorites here is GoPro. They said they want to find more ways to capture video that makes everyday people feel like their life is boring. Okay, that is a pretty. It's it's a tough one. That's deep. I think they're gonna succeed. Their other one, I really, this one is a pretty. It's a pretty easy one, honestly. They kind of chuck this in at the end. It's like, we know we're going to do it anyways. But uh, they want to make the GP1 chip last another year by printing the question, what other action camera are you going to buy on the boxes of the, of the GoPro 10? Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like that, what other one would you buy? Yeah, so they, how long have they been using this chip now? Like uh, this is four three, years? Three or four years now. Four years, I okay. think, actually, with the nine. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's been around a while, but think they can get another what other year action camera are they gonna buy exactly are they, are right you gonna buy you're gonna buy the new gopro 10 even though it's exactly the same as the gopro 9 because it's the 10 so thank That's you why. all for listening to these special yeah. new year's resolutions let us know if you if maybe you got sent a resolution from another tech company because they they said their email servers got kind of messed up and they might have sent it out to some of our listeners so if you have a resolution sitting in your inbox from a tech company tweet us at uh tweet geez i can't talk tweet that to us uh, and we can, you know, cherish in the joy of reading that wonderful little resolution there. But now the thing we're going to cherish even more because it'll be only around for a short time is our new quick news. Quick news 3.0 is here. So without further ado, Stetson, what are we going to do? We're going to roll that intro. Welcome to Quick News 3.0, where we cover the tech news you need to know about, but we don't necessarily have time to talk about. First off, we have ZTE, the company banned in the United States. Well, they finally made a phone with an in-display camera. It's called the Axon 25G. It goes for about $350 to $400. And yeah, that's really cool that it has an in-display camera because you don't have any camera notch or camera bump or whatever. However, the camera quality is not very great, so... It's cool that it's out, and maybe we'll see this eventually in other phones, but for the time being, eh, pass. Google has inexplicably taken away the wide-angle astrophotography from Pixel phones. What was happening is wide-angle astrophotography shots were getting kind of a gross greenish hue to them, as opposed to a much more natural hue available from the regular wide-angle camera lens. This feature was removed between November 1st and November 7th, and hopefully it comes back with a software update as Google is able to fix it. If you're in the market for a new audio interface or something to connect your XLR microphone to your computer, we have two new affordable ones from the company M-Audio, the M-Track Duo for $70 and the M-Track Solo for $50. Now these are mainly targeted to singers or musicians, but both are very affordable. So if you're looking to you know, plug that XLR mic that you got in because you realize it won't fit into your USB port, this might be the route to go. Amazon has bought Wondery, one of the last major independent podcast networks, positioning Amazon to compete against Spotify for potential podcast domination. We had a new Tesla Model S spotted in the wild. Now, this appears that it's most likely just a simple redesign and is going to be one of the small incremental updates that Apple rolls out in their, you know, slow march towards, you know, the ultimate car. But for, uh, it could also be the potential Model S Plaid that is rumored to be coming out in this fall or 
you know, Q3, Q4 of 2020, I, or 2021, excuse me. But I guess we'll just have to wait and see on that. Samsung has announced new TVs with HDR10 Plus that will adapt to ambient lighting. This means as the amount of light in your space changes, as the sun is setting, the TV will adjust its brightness and its HDR10 Plus content calibration to provide the best viewing experience possible. Uh, the competitor for Samsung, or the Chinese competitor that is Neo, will be having their copycat of you know Tesla Day. They're having Neo Day on January 9th, and will be launching their fourth car, which is expected to be a sedan. So right before CES, keep an eye out for that, and we'll having, be having a new electric car coming to the market. And lastly, Quibi is reportedly in talks to sell its shows to Roku. This could really help Roku bring some original content to the table and potentially help grow its subscriber base. And that was Quick News 3.0. We were actually kind of quick this time. That might have been the actual quickest quick news segment we've ever had, and we should stop talking about it and move on to our tech predictions and outlooks for 2021. Now, this is exciting because every year when, you know, the year starts out, New Year, you have right off the bat CES. But this year, it is going to be online. But before we even get to it, it looks like we could potentially be having a new drone uh, coming out from DJI. They usually in the past have tried to release their drones actually after CES. So that I'm kind of... Think, I think the strategy is like CES is such a news grab. Like the internet is just spattered with tech vomit. Yeah. And companies want that to like settle down, get you well. Know, some companies like to jump into that if they're not a big one and they don't have yeah. You I know, guess you could get their coverage. loyal fan, you know, base kind of like uh, Apple or like DJI, for example, has. Where DJI, on the other hand, will want to, like you said, launch after CES or potentially they might be launching before. And the drone in question or in these rumors is the DJI FPV drone. We have mentioned it on a couple of our previous episodes. But there's actually uh, several photos online, so if you do want to see what it looks like, just go Google DJI FPV drone, and you'll pop up most likely some photos of it that have leached out. They will also be releasing a new uh, FPV2 headset, or the second version of the FPV headset, along with a revamped controller that's kind of more styled like a game controller. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, yeah. It looks like something from the Xbox or PlayStation, just a little slimmed down. And then the drone itself will be a big, beefy FPV drone, nothing like the small little tiny whoops or you know acro flyers that you see racing on the news. This is going to be a big, stable one with 21-minute flight time, able to do 4K 60 video and have a range probably around 10 kilometers like most DJI drones. And most importantly for me, return to home, which is a huge feature. And the, the fact that you can take your hands off the sticks and then not just drift away or crash out of the sky and actually stays there. Really awesome, so keep an eye out for that, for sure. Gabe, are you going to be picking this up? Because I kind of want to try it. I don't know. The price tag is rumored to be also $1,500, so yeah. Okay, so that's a definite maybe. That's a, that's a maybe. Uh, we'll have to see about that when that comes around, what it actually looks like. The thing is, I know whenever DJI releases a product and I actually see what it looks like when they release it, it's going to be a lot better than the rumors, so I'm having to like try to talk myself down already from buying it because I shouldn't be spending $1,500 (laughs) on a drone necessarily. I got you. I got you. Well, one of the companies that, you know, is typically after CES, but it looks like this year, my understanding CES is starting on the 11th and going through the 15th. Um, But Samsung actually has an event scheduled for the Galaxy S21. Whoa. 
That's Jan- yeah. Don't they usually go February? Yeah, they last year was February. I'm a little surprised. Last couple of years, I feel like have been in February or so. Wow. But here they are, January 14th, 10 a.m. Eastern time. You can live stream the event. We're expected to see the Galaxy S20, the S20 Plus, the S20. Excuse me, the S21. I was looking at last year what they did, but uh, this year S21, S21 Plus, S21 Ultra, new Galaxy buds. You think you think they were just so amped to get the s20 behind them because it was such a disastrous phone associated with a disastrous year yeah right like let's just get to s21 now quickly yeah, maybe or maybe these products are just ready to go yeah uh, the other thing is what's new these phones should have a flatter display we could see new cameras and we could see s pen support on the s21 ultra so it brings in the question if we'll see a note lineup later in the in the middle of the year around august yeah the rumors have been that they're trying to kill it off i'm pretty sure right i uh, yeah i've heard they may kill it off but i personally think they'll actually keep it i think it makes sense okay. to keep the note branding maybe they'll just have more affordable price points huh interesting i do think that this earlier release is something that that will kind of fight back against apple in that they realized hey there's nothing happening after you know apple releases in september october whenever and the phones are new they're new hot thing and then Christmas comes around, you kind of forget about that they're the new hot thing right after. Sure. So they're like, why wait until February to release our phones and have our phones be the new hot thing? If we release them right away, January, then we're the new phone until, I guess, OnePlus, maybe in April or June. Uh, and Honest, other, Honestly, until Samsung releases other, another new phone. Other, yeah, otherwise it's until Samsung releases their new phone in uh, August and then Apple and Pixel phones come out in the fall. So, so yeah, do you want to talk about some of the things It's a good way to we... spread it out. But yeah, you we kind of were dancing around CES. Uh, so let's talk about what it's going to be this year, what we're looking forward to seeing. I mean, what it even is, is if people don't know, CES, Consumer Electronics Show, it's been going on for, I think, over 50 years now or it's something. It's been going on for so long. It's a long time. This is the first year it's going to be truly online, though, as you know, with most conferences, COVID-19 has put the little kibosh on having 100,000 or isn't it? I think 2. 200, uh, 250,000 people, I think attended or something crazy it's it's really insane it's the biggest conference it's usually in vegas and it just absolutely every hotel room is booked but this year honestly i feel bad for the you know the vegas hotel industry it's a huge time of year for them to make money and they're not going to have it so you know thoughts with them but going to be fully online which is great because a lot more people can attend it i mean we're planning on actually yeah going virtually and maybe talking to some tech ceos and such we'll see but yeah this every tech company is literally there and though you do often get these little tiny tech companies that are just trying to make a splash and release the most ridiculous products. Like what was last year? Those the toilet paper. Yeah. So it was the Charmin Rollbot, a toilet paper delivery robot, which I <laughs> thought had some weird irony because that robot was announced. And then two months later, toilet paper was promptly on low supplies, sold out everywhere. Yeah. That robot, honestly, they should have released. This has not, never happened, right? Was it just a demo or? Uh, yeah, I don't know if you could actually purchase it. It's kind of, CES is like this weird, you see potential futuristic ideas and it's a shot in the it's dark. It's almost infuriating sometimes <laughs> because you see these incredible products and oftentimes year after year, you'll see like the same product demoed, but just never come to market or nothing. Like we've been seeing rollable OLED TVs for the past Five years, I want to say. No, six de- years. It was, ju- it was like last year, I think. No, there's there's always been some rollable OLED in some form. It's, okay. it's crazy. It might have been more fringe. Last year, we actually saw LG do it. But in years past, we've seen other companies have have rolling OLED screens. And it's like they just 
don't come to market because they're so cutting edge. You, I mean, you can buy the LG one. You can now, I'm saying. It's but just like $100,000. Yeah, that also too is the other thing. And so that's really, that's what dominates CES. Yeah, I, w- which is I would annoying. say CES is like big TV show, LG, Samsung, Hisense, TCL. Like they showcase the, the newest panels right after everyone just got their Black Friday deal yeah, on like right. last year's model or whatever. Uh, sometimes we see phones. Sometimes we see you cameras. Do get good, I think some good new laptops often and processors. Yeah, maybe and some stuff. laptops. Uh, so it's really a good mix. I know. I think Samsung and LG typically do uh, big events or have historically done events where they talk about some of their home appliances, like their smart Samsung smart things integrations, um, and how they're like building the tech future or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, highlights for me for last year were the micro LED wall from Samsung QLED TVs the LG rollable and transparent displays. So I think we'll actually probably see uh, some of those this, this year, right? We'll see. Yeah, I think we'll also, I have a feeling we'll see some definite focus on gaming. Okay. Right? Because of the amount of attention like the PS5 and the Xbox has received. Yeah, maybe like peripheral, gaming peripherals. I saw LG actually was uh, slated to be announcing a flexible OLED or uh, like a, Basically, a gaming TV, or maybe it was a monitor, yeah. that you could actually bend to be, to oh, make wow. it curved and then also make it flat again so when you want to watch content. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And that would, that, that would definitely have a market because there are people I know, well, you, for one, didn't want a curved uh, monitor because no. when you're creating content, that's awful. But when you're gaming, getting that, that immersiveness. Oh, it's really it's nice. Really nice. Peripheral vision. Well, also, I imagine see a ton of electric car stuff, given the rise that electric car stocks have had in the past year. That's so, true. You know, we most likely won't see stuff from Tesla, Neo, maybe not. Or we will see probably Li Ping or Li. I think it's Li and Xping uh, from China, as well as other, you know, US ones trying to make a name for themselves. And I also think we'll see a lot of blockchain slash cryptocurrency stuff. Oh, yeah. Especially with the latest pop in Bitcoin. I bet there'll yep. be tons That's gonna of be buzzwords a hot area. around that. I'd like to see some new stuff from Skydio or them demonstrating some cool things. Yeah. They do have their new enterprise line of drones, but I haven't really seen prices around that or much uh, else there. So that'd be interesting. I don't know. Anything else you're thinking we might see? Uh, I mean... Really, like along the lines of gaming, more TVs with HDMI 2.1 support. So that's going to be right, 4K, yeah. 120, uh, potentially up to 8K, 60 frames per second gaming as well. Uh, potentially better HDR support. So right now, HDR10 is like an open standard anyone can use. Samsung developed HDR10+, Plus, which I'm hoping more companies kind of adopt because it, it does look better than regular HDR10. And hopefully more people adopt Dolby Vision as well. That's kind of a standard being used by Netflix and Disney Plus for their content. Um, and I think TVs, like in the past, we've seen 3D TVs and curved TVs kind of make their debut at CES and then promptly fizzle out as people yeah. realize they were awful and gimmicky. Uh, this year, I think we'll see, you know, potentially more bendable, curved OLED TVs. You were talking about uh, transparent TVs, right? Yeah, LG is the only manufacturer of uh, transparent OLED TVs. I think they sell for like $7,500, sorry. But I don't, you know, I don't really know what the use case is for that. They'll all, always, you know, show the best use case, which is definitely true for smartphone or smart home as well, right? They, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They Ideal show these incredible case. decked out smart homes, and you're like, oh, that's so cool, but also that that costs a ton of money, and it's not really that helpful. Yeah, so I think we'll see that. We'll probably see Samsung return with their 
micro LED TVs, yeah. potentially more what of a about final the, form. The Bali or what was it? Oh yeah, the Samsung Bali. I remember that. The little roll rolling robot. I think uh, we might have to no, bid farewell no, to that. I want the Bali. <laughs> Kate wants the Bali back. It. Uh, yeah, I think I think actually um, along the lines of TVs, mini LED will make a big push this year. That's where you're getting super localized dimming zones where you have like a basically a grid of LED lights that are backlight illuminating the TV panel and they'll turn on and off depending on the luminance of the content you're viewing. So I don't know. I, I really focused on TVs because that's typically yeah. what we see. Well, also, you've been researching TVs. Oh, I my God. Like a lot. Down the rabbit hole. So you're you're very deep in the TV how area. how do you think companies are going to be presenting their products this year? Because I feel like at historic CESs, they've done really extravagant booths. Like some well, of the I actually attention. heard about LG. They are usually they have this like I guess it's like a one person or like really exclusive that they only like let certain press in. And this year they're doing it like a virtual showroom that anyone can really go into. The, you know anyone who attends the event, which is in one way it's actually going to expand the experience that they offer to only the press and like only their creme de la creme top people. And in that way, that'll be kind of cool. Granted, the experience might not be as good, but given that these are tech companies, like it should be good. And I'm actually really interested to see how they do present it, right? Are they doing VR integration? Uh, how are they, you know, inter interacting with their, you know, clients or people? Yeah, coming is to it going to be like, is it, are you tweeting at them? Is it Zoom conferencing? Is it, you can call... It's just, yeah, it could be really interesting to see. And if any conference is going to get it right, it's got to be CES. Like, they might have a lot of different tries out there as far as, the, you know, one company trying this, one company try that. But you're going to have some company who just absolutely nails it. Yeah, I, that'll be hard to see because I feel like Apple really uh, shined last year with their pre-filmed events. So I, the, the, I'm not talking about keynotes. You're I'm talking more about like conferences. Cons conferences, interactions. Well, I right, mean, yeah. that's the thing. I was wondering if they would they would do it pre-recorded and just kind of like start a video at this time so you know there's no errors, all the information is accurate, or if they would do something more interactive like with uh, OnePlus where you have maybe an augmented reality event you can show on your phone or even a VR event where well, you can like yeah, show yes, I Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I think it's going to be a mix of both. But CES really isn't about... I mean, that's a lot of times what people mainly see is... The presentations but like that's not really what ces is i feel like it's mostly the showroom floor and going from booth to booth talking to people learning about what they have and like how are they going to translate that is the really interesting aspect yeah yeah exactly and, and it looks the they are using microsoft teams i know for a lot of it that they're going to be that's the kind of form they're generating online but what they're doing i think as far as you know how do you interview people if you wanted to or how do you ask questions that's going to be kind of left up to each individual uh, booth. Yeah. And like, how will the smaller booths kind of gain an audience if, because I feel like people are just walking through the show floor, they bump into something they think is interesting and then boom, all of a sudden they're making a video on it or they're, you know, getting coverage on yeah. it. And if you're not in that environment where by happenstance you can bump into something, I'm wondering how these smaller companies will kind of try and garner more of an audience with an online digital platform where maybe people really only do want to see the the bigger events. Yeah, it's definitely, well, I can't wait to see it's kicking off uh, on the 11th of January. And I don't think we'll be covering it live or anything particular on this podcast here, but we might be doing individual stuff on our respective YouTube channels where we're like interviewing uh, different people there. But we will be doing a wrap up probably most likely of all the stuff we saw at CES. So absolutely keep an eye out for that for sure. 
And then, yeah, looking forward at the rest of this year, because CES, it's amazing. It's only two weeks into 2021, and that's giving us like a broad outlook already of what 2021 might hold. Granted, a lot of it never will actually materialize, but might, I say, is the key word. And then we still have, you know, 11 more months for stuff to roll out. Now, what does it look like we're going to see this year? Let's start off at the top again. A is for Apple. What do we think we're going to see from the almighty iPhone maker? Oh, man. Uh, making my dreams come true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what we're going to definitely see, likely see, hopefully see uh, M1 14-inch MacBook Pro. So an updated 13-inch. 14-inch. Yeah, 14 inches. Will this have Slim. a new M2 chip or still the it, M1? Yeah, maybe it's an M2, right? Something like okay. that. And then we're going to see a 16-inch. Or would they call it M1X? Yeah, I don't know. M1X, M1 Max. They're into the max name. No, I don't like that. But yeah, so definitely I'm thinking a redesigned 14-inch MacBook Pro. We're going to see the 16-inch finally get the M1. They would, they've been needing that. And we'll find, they'll have some chip, M1, M2, M1X, that goes over that 16-gig limit for RAM because a lot of people, I feel like, are holding off because they actually need more RAM. Or they or think they need more RAM. Unified memory. Know. Yeah, uh, and we'll see that. I'm really hoping for a redesigned iMac with a yeah. new desktop class Apple processor, I think that would be insane and absolutely like... What would they call that? M1 Pro, M2 Pro, M1 M Pro X. M1 Max, maybe. The M1 Pro That Max. would make sense to call M1 Max because it is bigger, and potentially. M1 iMac. So I would love to see that. Of course, we're going to have the new iPhones. I'm thinking they may do something new with the name this year because iPhone 13 just... Doesn't really roll off the tongue. Thirteen is sometimes a little a, bit of an unlucky number. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They so, skip it on buildings, literally. So. <laughs> the floor. So I'll. I'm curious to see what they do with the naming scheme. The new. If phones, you had to make a prediction right now, what would you think? I think they drop the. It's almost positioned this way. They drop the number, and you have iPhone Mini, iPhone, iPhone Pro, iPhone Pro Max. Interesting. That's it because that's Very how the Mac lineup is basically. Yeah, and people have been thinking they should do this for a while. The one thing holding them back, I feel like, is if they don't put the number there, they I think they have a feeling that, or they maybe insight might tell them that people aren't going to upgrade as much. Yeah, if it's they don't, they're getting the same basically. Right. There's no new name. It's that number and the difference. They're like, oh no. I, I have the iPhone 11. That's last year's model. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Right? I mean, I almost would see them doing the year, but they're at the end of the year, so it would instantly become outdated. It would instantly be old. Yeah. So, so they do that with the Max, though, but that's kind of different because they call it like late 2020. Yeah, when it's released. That's actually really helpful. I love that. It is very nice. Either way, this is going to have 120 hertz display. We could see the death of all ports on iPhone. It could just be MagSafe. And uh, we could see the return of Touch ID. That's what I'm hoping what for. What about Air Tiles or Air Tags? What is it? Yeah, Air Tags. That's Are we the rumored see that? name. I think so. March this year. And uh, new Apple, been... new Apple TV. Yeah. Are we gonna see new AirPods? Maybe. Maybe. All right. I think there will also be final prediction a touch screen laptop. What about? All right. What? Well, what do you think more likely? Touch screen laptop or folding iPhone? Touch screen laptop. You easy. think that's more likely? Hundred percent. Have you seen macOS Big Sur? It's designed for touch, whereas a folding phone, Apple will not even attempt to release that until it is perfected. What if Apple. they've already perfected it? It's definitely not perfected. Have you seen Samsung's folding device? But that's what Apple does best is they perfect it. Yeah, but it takes them like two years. It's been two years. No, no, no. It's been two <laughs> years since the first one where they got the idea. 
It'll be next year, I think. Okay. All right. Well, that's interesting to see. We will see a new uh, folding phone potentially from Microsoft. This potentially will be the Surface Duo 2 as well as their folding we call it a tablet or is it a folding laptop? laptop? It's a folding laptop. It's a folding laptop that folds into a tablet, the uh, Microsoft Neo that was pushed back. Now, after seeing the first Surface Duo, I don't have very high hopes for the Neo, and I don't even know if they're going to do a Surface Duo 2. However, I really hope they actually you know, push through all the criticism, take it on the chin, take it as feedback, and actually make another really good product because... Like we've said many times, the Surface Duo, we feel like, is a great idea. And a lot of people, I think, hold that same opinion. But it was just horribly implemented, outdated hardware from the moment it was released. Really just... It was tough. It was tough. Just a mess. I think with some fresh paint in the software department, getting ironing out (laughs) those bugs... You know you don't paint software, right? What? Wait, I've been doing it wrong. Yeah, this explains why your coding has gone so poorly. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, with new software and some updated internals, I really do feel like Microsoft could turn that around. It's like some sort of, I, there's a folding pun in there somewhere. Okay. but fold that around. Yeah, maybe. and we'll have to wait and see. I really do want to see them do that. I feel like Panos Panay is too passionate about the project to let it fizzle out. So we'll see if it's, it's either going to be this year or they may just push it back and do it right and next year. Now, will we see a folding tablet of some kind from Amazon by any chance? I'm going to go with no on that because no. what tablets are they? Fire tablet. Yeah, I, I don't folding, feel like... A folding Kindle that, <laughs> Kindle that folds like a book. I don't feel like Amazon's idea. budget tablet line yeah, is right. going to Probably uh, not. get a But we will see. We mentioned it earlier uh, in this episode. It was the little flying ring drone. I'm so excited for this. Is it coming out? It's coming out. It's 250 bucks. It's a little security camera that flies around and can... I, I don't know. I, I just think it it's awesome. I love drones, you know. So anything that's drone related, I'm like, this is so cool. And drones making their way into the household is like, yes, we've reached our dystopian robot future already. Here we go. Oh, God, he's my roommate. He's my flatmate, everybody. What do I do? (laughs) I'm a T200. That's what I am. Something else for Amazon. I think they need to introduce USB-C to their Kindle line of devices. It's long overdue. Yeah, why haven't they? Is it too expensive? Is it? I think they're keeping costs down. They probably have a bunch of micro USB (laughs) around. Just lying in a... Yeah, well, we might as well use these. Some warehouse somewhere. and And finally crack down on counterfeit goods. As well as, of course, update all their Echo devices, which they've done on a pretty regular basis. Of course, do that. Well, we're waiting for Luna. I signed up for early access to that or whatever and have not received my email, Amazon, uh, welcoming me into the program, though yeah, so others prioritize have. prioritize that. So what are you doing? I am a loyal player of Stadia, and you seem to be a direct competitor. I would assume you would want me using Luna and giving you my input, right? Correctly? I, I think- Amazon does listen to this, so I'm just, that's why I'm just talking to them now. Okay, good. That's yeah. great. Direct, uh, direct. you don't email. Email doesn't work. It's podcast. No, they, actually, they have their servers scanning all of ours anyways. So I think Amazon will integrate Luna with Twitch by the end of the year. That's my big thing. That's the exciting thing as well. You know, we saw with uh, Stadia, they obviously, Google has said they're going to integrate with YouTube, and they finally have started to do, to do that. I wonder if they'll actually, Amazon will do it by the end of the year, though, given how long it took Google to do that. Oh, that's true. It was kind of a longer time frame. I think longer than Google would have hoped, but it's coming. And I think with Amazon, they can put their resources behind it and and make it happen. I think that's going to be the big appeal for Luna is being able to have Twitch streamers watching their players 
uh, or favorite creators playing their favorite games and being able to just click a button and jump right in. And we'll see, I think, more channels as Amazon's sort of calling them with uh, games to choose from as well. Now, do you, here's a wild prediction time. What new product will uh, the Amazon smart speaker or smart assistant, uh, who I have to mute right now, named Alexa, what will they add it to this year? We've seen it added to in the past, what, uh, glasses? Did the ring have it, Alexa, in there? Maybe. I don't know. We saw also them release the Halo uh, smart watch band tracker thing. We headphones. S- headphones we saw. But yeah. I think they might do over-ear headphones. You think over-ear headphones? Yeah, I think that's their market opportunity right now. But they're now. already, Alexa's already enabled in the WHXM. 1000. The they don't need to make those names longer. I already can't remember <laughs> it. And as well as the Bose ones, I'm pretty well, sure. Well, they made their own wireless earbuds. They did. And so I'm thinking the next step for them is to do just over-the-ear cans. Hmm, interesting. I, I feel like they won't do that. But yeah, more I, people don't really buy those compared to just like wireless earbuds. Yeah, and I think they'll just release a second version of the wireless earbuds. I kind of have a feeling we might see like, I don't know. Will it be in cars? Will there be like... Well, a, they already have a... <laughs> boy, you got to catch up on the Amazon Echo. Well, I was thinking... How far reaching it is. More like along Apple CarPlay, Android Auto. Like it, would they make their own car operating system potentially? That, that you plug in something? And yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe kind of I do, find that harder to believe. Sure. But me too. I would see, you know, if they did that, I'd be more likely to use it potentially. TVs. It's got to be in TVs. Well, they already have Fire TVs. Oh, yeah. I just don't own a Fire TV. This is, this is, you're I in, should you're really, in the you Google. should be doing it. Why'd you ask me? I don't Dave, know. Putting me in the spot right now. <laughs> I think kid. external batteries. What? Yeah. Right. Because it has battery power. But what if there's no connection? They make a connection. <laughs> No, what we will see most likely is actually the rollout of Sidewalk and more features, uh, more or things actually using Sidewalk. Right now, you just have products being shipped to homes that have Sidewalk in it and are transmitting that and creating that low-band network. Starting this fall, I think you'll start seeing Ring and other companies that Amazon owns or partners with rolling out new tech products that actually utilize Sidewalk, which I know there are a ton of articles out there saying you should turn off and there might be some good arguments for turning it off, but from a tech standpoint, it's really cool what they're doing. It's really cool. It's like this epic mesh network that's game changer, now, potentially. Now, dystopian future standpoint, it's this ultra huge monopolistic company collecting data and creating a even more you know tight hold on an industry. Sure. Yeah, it's possible. Do you but think Amazon... From a tech will... standpoint, yes, that's awesome. <laughs> Do you think Amazon will ever make a laptop? I don't think so. No. Okay. Yeah. No. You know, I, I, they can't create every. Well, I'm, well whoa. Okay. Easy. They there. just heard that they're listening to that and they heard this as a challenge. Let's move on, though. Google, uh, Amazon's competitor. What are we going to see from Google this year? We're going to see Pixel 6. We're going to see okay. Pixel 6a 5G. We're going to see Pixel 6a 5G XL. I don't know. Like their new I Pixel I saw phones. a post on Reddit that we will potentially see Stadia support coming to the Google TV. Google. Chromecast with T- Google TV. Is that what it's called? It's the Google TV with Chromecast. Jeez. I think. That's a mess. They need to make their names longer. It's the Google TV dongle. Yeah. That we will see Stadia support actually coming to that soon. I think February, actually. I think it'll be early year. Yeah. there was a. It was already on one user's. It had like popped up in the store or something that they saw. Yeah. Some accidental yeah. glitch. It's kind of amazing how frequently those happen. So, I mean, we have that to look forward to and more features coming to Stadia. Uh, what else do you think? YouTube features? Anything new? I'm I'm not really sure to be honest. I mean, that's kind of I knew my Apple stuff. Uh, Samsung new phones. I mean, 
my thing with Samsung could be they could potentially do a stronger push for Samsung decks and, you know, suddenly create like a your phone is your computer and then you can just plug it in to get maybe more of a laptop experience and then more of a desktop experience. So all of a sudden uh, you're getting more portability out of one device. Yeah, didn't we see them launch those Samsung monitors that were... Yeah, the the TV monitors. The TV slash monitor, which is basically like it's a computer monitor size, 27 or 32 inch screen, which is a smart TV as well. So you can do stuff like cast your phone to it, Apple, you know, AirPlay, or even Dex and use it like a computer. So I think, I, I think you might be right. Uh, the final area we kind of have, well, I mean, we, I guess we... Should we talk about Tesla? I mean, well, I already mentioned, you know, uh, the Plaid Model S. We're going to see the Roadster. They said they were supposed to start production of that actually in 2020. They didn't. They did not. But, hey, that's you can't really, you know. He has a lot of stuff on his plate. What can you say? <laughs> it's true. It's Jeez. true. Uh, we'll see the next year, actually, it will be that we'll see the Cybertruck, right? Oh. Or is it the end of this year? I have no idea. I but... think it's 2022, as well as I'm pretty sure the... What uh, the Mustang E or is that okay? Yeah, yeah I yeah. did see some new tra- uh, trailers or what, commercials coming out for that with the Mustang Mach E as well as the F one fifty electric version. That looked pretty cool. That so that sounds pretty cool. Not gonna lie, it's not an gonna exciting lie. world for the electric vehicle thing, but it tends to move a lot slower than usual tech. In that it's like not every year, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. or every two months that you're getting a new product from them. It's like, all right, well, wait two years and we'll get back to you. Any other electric car? I feel like we should round off with cameras here. Yeah, let's let's go to camera territory. The big ones, Sony and Canon. A7S4. It's already coming out. I'm yeah, kidding. No, I'm that's kidding. Slated that's slated to that's they're gonna actually one of their resolutions was to make their A7S users wait ten years instead <laughs> of five years. Just to see if how long how loyal they are. On a serious note, I do think we could see the ZV2, okay? Like a improved vlogging camera. Interesting. I maybe I, it, I mean yes, it's their more consumer camera so they'd be potentially looking to upload I mean upgrade it every year. Well, because the but it, RX100 typically gets annual updates, so I not think Not really. It's they're more like year and a half, two year updates oh, okay. for the RX100. So I, I it could be possible because they know how popular that camera is and like a lot of other companies are kind of gunning for that same market share and consumer category, but it's also like uh, I don't know. The thing we'll definitely see from Sony, we know, for cameras is we're going to see the A7 IV. Yeah. And that will be like, they're like more Budget friendly. It's going to be more expensive than the current A7 III, obviously. Yep. But it will likely be uh, 4K 60 and not as good video as the A7S III, A7S IV, sorry. No, no, no A7S III. III. I, I, I threw you off because I mentioned it. They're sorry. on different series here. It won't be obviously as good as the A7S III for video, but it will have a bigger sensor and will kind of be that more in-between area. Hybrid. We will, yeah, we'll likely also see their response to the R5 with the A7 V, I think they're going to call it. I don't really know. Or no, sorry, A7 R5. Yeah. Sorry. Jeez, these names are out of control, Sony. Your cameras, you got to get more complicated. That's someone's right. More complicated names. Make it even harder for me. <laughs> but the A7 R5 will likely compete against the R5 from Canon with 8K video. And that, you know, I think the current R4 has a 62.1 megapixel sensor. Yeah, that sounds about right. So we could see something in that range. Or they also might release a new camera, like either the A9 II 
or is it Mark three? I don't even know which one they're on, but they will basically be having an 8k camera come out this year. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's why they're shipping. It'll be interesting to see if we'll be overheating like the Canon one. Probably not. not. I, I have great high hopes for Sony with what they've done with the a seven S three. And I think they'll be able to manage heat because that is the biggest pain point of the R five. If they can get around that, I'm not going to say they're going to get Canon users to switch, but I think they will really, really become a more compelling option if they're able to achieve that. Yeah, what will Canon be doing to try to retain users is the question. Uh, They're going to have to do some explaining. That's what they're going to have to do because the heating limit seems to be artificial to some degree. Yeah, they will. I mean, I think they'll have some, I don't know what they're going to call it. Maybe like an R... I was going to ask if we were going to get the R6, and then I realized we already got the R6. We already got the R6. So wait, do we get an R4 and an R4. R7? No, I think they'd call it an R7 would be the lower resolution but better video, or maybe it's like an R6S, R6V. Okay. 6 Max. Yeah, I don't know what they... or Do they throw a D in there? Do you like think the we'll see a new 90D? mirrorless camera from Canon this year? Oh, I guarantee we'll see several mirrorless cameras. Okay, wow. Probably, I would say, three to four full-frame mirrorless cameras... And then your standard, I don't know, are they still putting out updates for the DSLR lines? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Are they good? Not really. I mean, sometimes, but like... The main focus is definitely on their... Their uh, mirrorless, new EF mount. Yeah. No, it's RF, new RF mount. But kind of they're doing the uh, inverse of Sony here. So instead, where Sony's now just going to come out with their 8K camera. So uh, Canon, hopefully, is what people expect, will be coming out with their more video-focused uh, mirrorless camera which will kind of try to compete with the a7s3 which was weird because people have been comparing the r5 and the a7s3 but they're not at all not the same supposed to compete yeah and it's just because of the way that they released them yeah and i think how canon marketed and promoted 8k video so heavily when really it's just like a really nice photo camera that should yeah i mean you can do the 8k video in limited cases like like, four minutes yeah but it, it depended like if you're doing like studio work and just really short shoots Great. That's Maybe, incredible. Yeah. 8K raw video and you have a good computer. So uh, Panasonic, though, we haven't heard a lot from them. They've been kind of quiet. They have oh. been doing their full frame thing. Yeah. What are we waiting on? Like the, the S1H2? Well, we had the S1H. We had the S1R and the regular S1. So they had three in that line. The one that everyone is actually really waiting on, the GH6. Oh, yes. Right. This is a camera that started pretty much. It's the grandfather of mirrorless cameras. I mean, the, mirrorless, A7, the A7 line definitely bit. was also up there with the, you know, kind of giving rise to this mirrorless generation. But the GH3 was really the one that still a lot of people are using to today in the GH4, GH5 uh, in succession. So GH6 has been a long time coming, kind of same uh, place at, or putting its users in the same place as A7S2 users had been in and just, you know, making them wait. So I'm and wait. If we don't see it this year, I pretty much guarantee that Panasonic has just given up on the micro three fourths, uh, uh, four thirds, four thirds, like that marketplace. <laughs> yeah, and that, has moved on to full frame. I mean, there's so many lens options there, and I don't know. I think I still think there's opportunity. I think their biggest struggle, from my perspective, I actually bought and used the GH5 for yeah. like a week before I realized it was broken and sent it back. Um, but the autofocus, if they can get like Sony's autofocus in their cameras. I think the interface, the features they have, I think it'd be a really compelling option for a lot of people just starting out um, with the features they pack. Yeah, and so we, I think we can expect to see that camera. I would say it's going to be around NAB this year. When right? is that typically? That's I feel like typically some, April. Okay, April. Oh, April, nice. you get NAB. 
I think we're going to see this this year front loaded with a lot of nice cameras coming out February to May ish because of the Olympics hopefully happening in the summer, right? Fingers and crossed. And people being able to shoot. And then also the fact that people are going to be going out and doing stuff more. Like companies are going to be wanting to get their products out there in the hands of people. So let's, we'll have to wait and see. But I really, you know, the big one I'm waiting for, honestly, from Panasonic, yeah, is definitely Absolutely. the GH6. It would be nice to see some improvements to their S1 line. Like I think the S1H is the only, or no, the there was another one debuted that did get improved by Netflix. But it's one of the few mirrorless cameras that's approved to shoot Netflix originals. So get seeing some more from them. Maybe a slim down. I know they did the S5, remember? Yep, yep. But like if they could release an S5 that was similar in size like to that, maybe call it the S6. I don't know what they're or S5H. Yeah, how their right? naming scheme works. But make it more like more like uh A7S3, but just the same size-ish as the S5. That would be really cool. It'd be tasty. What um, are we gonna see from GoPro and DJI this year too? Yeah, okay. So saving my best two companies for last. Yeah, we I just realized we did skip a couple camera manufacturers like a red black magic yeah but we don't really follow those well black magic we do kind of but either way yeah we only really care about gopro and dji you only care about apple so let's let's not you know pretend to care about other companies gopro (laughs) we're basically going to be seeing their gopro 10 this year most likely you joked about the sensor will we see a new sensor or do you think well it's not the sensor it's the processor actually excuse me the processor we did see a new sensor this year they went from a 12 megapixel sensor to a 20 megapixel sensor and I think they'll probably stick with that. The thing we really need, because they only really went up to 5K video, is we need that better sense or better processor, sorry. To process the Exactly, the all that additional data so you can get a higher bit rate, so you can get HDR video and potentially get 6K video, which would be a bigger improvement and more important. And then hopefully also get you know higher frame rate rates as well with that. Yeah, extracting that out of the camera, so and then that uh, would be awesome. I don't. Th- they not really are. Re- I mean, actually, wait, hold on. I'll take that back. Their other camera, they maybe will update, and I'm really 360 potentially. Yeah, we could see in the first half of the year since they do always release the, release their hero cameras at the end of the year is a new 360 camera replacing the gopro max i think it is right i think it is actually yeah. a gopro max believe so, it or not i know they were the, they were first with the max name but yeah this would be very exciting because even though insta 360 has kind of, oh gosh we left them off this list but even though they've kind of dominated the 360 camera category gopro's experience and you know with action cameras and their apps just polished feel has really helped them in the 360 camera category so I'm excited to see what, you know, potentially a slimmed down 360 camera with improvements made to it from what they've learned from the first gen. This would be, I think, their third 360 camera because they originally had the GoPro 360 Max or 360. Then they had the GoPro Hero Max. And now they're going to have a third gen. Max 2. I, I see it. I think that's a really great opportunity. I feel like 360 is starting to take off more and more as we're seeing new and new applications for it. Yeah, I don't know what we'd see from Insta360, though. Talk, I feel like they about just them. released... They just uh, released... Last year was a big year for them. They had the 1R and the 1X Mark II. So this year, I mean, maybe we could see a new 1R. 1R, an X Mark III, maybe? No, nah, I don't think that... That just came out in the fall. I mean, I just got sent that from them to review. So that's still like kind of new to people. I think maybe the only other camera really in their lineup is that really small, what is it, the Go? Oh, you can like fit it in your mouth. It's like... Yeah, so we might see that camera updated because it's currently, I think, Max is out at like 
1080p video or maybe 2.7k sure we could see it updated to have actually 4k video that would be insane which would be really awesome because i think that camera even though 360 cameras are definitely the future as far as like revolutionizing video making that camera just is so tiny it's like your mind just goes wild coming up with possibilities of like what you could do with it absolutely absolutely Um, yeah and the final one dji uh yeah. I think it's just the Mavic 3. Well, we talked point. about the FPV drone. Yep, FPV. That, that's going to be coming out. We're going to probably see a new action camera, potentially. Oh, Osmo. Osmo action. Well, no, it's just going to be the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no no names, remember? We can't do names. That's too long. No, it'll probably be the uh, Osmo action. Two? Actually, no, it'll probably be the action 2 because they're dropping the oh, Osmo name. Yeah. So they'll call it the action 2. It'll be released June, maybe. Sounds about right. And match the GoPro on specs pretty much. I, I mean, GoPro stole their front-facing screen, so they're probably pretty salty about that. I don't know what they'll do in revenge. It was bound to happen. Yeah. And, of course, yeah, the Mavic 3. Mavic 3 Pro, maybe a, maybe a Zoom version. We'll have to see. That, I mean, it's really hard to say. We also will likely in see uh, Inspire 3 this year as well. Finally. But the reason that DJI held off so long on these kind of more pro products is they were really waiting to see what uh, the FAA would announce with Remote ID. And we kind of actually, we didn't really mention that in our news, but the FAA did finally announce their finalized Remote ID uh, regulation and rules. And basically what it's going to come down to is the drone needs to somehow use Wi-Fi or Bluetooth, some wireless frequency to you know transmit out essentially a digital license plate. Is That's that, a great way, yeah. It's a license yeah. plate. And I think also it's location. Like, I'm here in space. And also the pilot's location. So there's definitely some issues with this. We'll have to see what exactly it looks like and what the FAA, because how it's going to work is these companies are going to come forward and say, here's our product we want to launch. Does this comply with your new standards? And they can go either yes or no. It has to do this and this more. Yeah. So we will have we don't really have the clearest idea, but what we know is that these products are that the FAA won't be requiring it to have an internet uplink. Sure. Okay. Which was a huge issue for uh, small pilots. It wasn't actually, Google honestly wants the internet uplink because they <laughs> yeah. want to either be on the receiving end of processing all that data and storing it or um, on the end of like using Google Fi or AT&T or, you know, some wireless carrier to provide that uplink. But the reason they didn't do it, as you know, is we don't have we don't have coverage, coverage everywhere. everywhere. So you'd then get to, oh great, I just hiked out to the middle of nowhere and I want to fly. Oh wait, oh, no, oh no, cell oh. service. Great, I can't fly my drone. Yeah. Or like someone trying to use, they now use drones like in mines to do 3D scanning. You're not going to get a cell signal no, down there. You can't. And so I think it was definitely a good move that uh, FAA went with just requiring this, you know, wire, wireless or whatever. It's like a beacon license plate. Your, yeah. Yeah. But we'll have to see what exactly that ends up being. And DJI obviously is very interested in what this will be. And that's why they held off on their two more expensive Premier drones, the Mavic 3 and the Inspire 3, and have waited until this year. And likely, it will most likely, I think we'll see the Mavic 3 probably in Q1 or Q2. Probably Q2 if they're launching their FPV drone right now. And then we'll see the Inspire 3 maybe then... uh, you know, Q3, Q4. That sounds, yeah. That's my guess. Or or the release. opposite. Okay, they'll, they'll swip. I don't, I don't think they'll launch them together. They did originally when they launched the Phantom 4 and then Spire. Or no, actually, sorry. The audience is different enough. I feel yeah. like they could pull it off, but they they probably would like to just, you know, get the press cycle a little I bit longer. I think that's what it is. I think like they'll that. launch, knowing DJI, they like to go from worst to best when they do their overall product rehaul or like 
not rehauls, overhauls and upgrades. So like the people who are waiting for the Inspire 3, those pro pilots, DJI will release the Mavic 3. They'll all get that. And they'll kind of go, dang, that actually is slightly better than the Inspire 2 and has some features that I don't have. Guess I have to buy it until, and then boom, three months later, Inspire 3 comes out and they're like, well, I guess I have to buy this too. (laughs) And that seems to be what they do because it's like, then they they also are always topping themselves, right? Mm -hmm. But yet the other product still feels awesome. Yep. Yep. So it's going to be an exciting year for DJI. Exciting year for tech, honestly. And Skydio, I wonder if we'll I see. I really hope we do. You hyped them up so much in. The I know they won. If people spoiler alert, but they won our best tech cameras and drones. Or they division. won. They won the cameras and drones, and then came in second place for the grand for the finale. grand finale. Which what came in first? Uh, the PS5. Yeah, PS5. we won't see an upgrade of that this year. That's definitely, for sure. <laughs> definitely not. We might see a Nintendo we'll see new games. We oh, will see new and games. Nintendo the Switch Pro. Yeah. Yes, I'm so excited. That so what, would be the what would time. you say is the biggest thing you're looking forward to this year? Let's end it off with some organized thought. Organized thought. For me, yep. oh man, as someone who's in the mobile space, I think I'm most excited I guess. for the iPad new iPhone. with 5G. That would be sick. Yeah. That also needs to happen and should have been in the predictions we talked <laughs> about earlier. iPad with 5G. I'd love to see. So I'm excited for the new iPhones. I'm actually excited for the S21. Wait, you have to narrow it. I said one thing. Oh, but I'm just so excited for everything. One thing, Stetson. All right. For me, it's probably, how about the Qualcomm Snapdragon 888? Because that's enabling 5G. It's enabling some really great carrier aggregation features for next generation wireless performance. So that's my one pick. What would, or you're not excited for Apple's new one? Oh, well, we don't know. I don't think they're... uh, modem is actually ready yet so i think they're going to be but using aren't you kind of excited for what it will be well yeah but that's not this year yeah you said one product from this year. well not sorry not apple's one but i mean whatever they're using because isn't it uh, sorry they're going to use the snapdragon they are yeah so they're using the snapdragon what did they use in this past one yeah the snapdragon 865 really? that's what i'm telling you oh, yes wow yes it's the same one as the Samsung. But i thought this next generation they were going to upgrade to a like on chip Right, and to well, save batteries so they could do the well, that's what hertz. the Snapdragon 888 is. Okay, so I don't know, so we'll see be. though. I mean, so it is the 888. You were saying what I was saying, but I just didn't understand. I think so. But yeah. Apple, because the, the 888 has the modem integrated into the processor itself, Apple would need to like extract the modem and then integrate it with their A15 Bionic right. or whatever. Oh, that'd be cool or if something, they could do right? that. I don't know, I don't know, but I'm excited for 5G. Yeah, Verizon actually saw has an event at CES, so, so you're gonna be interviewing the CEO. Oh yeah, I think you can di- totally. Pull I can that. swing that, guys. Come on, keep an eye out. Tweet at the CEO of uh, Verizon for Stetson. That's sick. See if he can do it. All right, I didn't. I kind of spattered all over this. I got yeah. too excited. <laughs> Activity items. Gabe, what is your? I have one, one? thing. I mean, okay. clearly it's the Mavic 3 Pro. All right, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that honestly, is, that is it. I don't, I don't know if we'll see 6K video even from it, but. I just the Mavic 2 Pro is such a good drone. It's still such a great drone, but even just keeping the same specs as the Mavic uh, 2 Pro had, and just adding the new transmitters of the Mavic Air 2 and the Mini 2, and some of the new features that they've kind of got the smart features and stuff. Oh, it'd be incredible. However, I can expect that it will likely have similar autonomy as the Skydio 2, or at least something. DJI has to punch back in some way, so it will have something similar to that. And yeah, you'll likely see that Hasselblad one inch sensor again, or even maybe possibly bigger. We see micro three fourths or four thirds. Jeez. Second time in the podcast <laughs> I've made that mistake. But you might actually see that. There's been rumors as well. And I mean, if I, I want to throw a big rumor out there, but there's been rumors of a 
Phantom Five resurfacing, but I don't Dave, think so. It's like a ghost. No, we're not going to see that. Phantom Ghost. We're not going to see that. It's definitely gone. I'm sorry no, to say. Yeah. R.I.P. But yeah, that's an exciting year. Uh, I, I want to maybe switch to the Apple's M chips, like the yeah. That's the that was what class. my second was. Oh my god, was an, an M I can't two or M one X desktop class. I'm, I'm just more chip? about. I just want something over 16 gigabytes of RAM. Let's get 32 gigabytes in there. Let's get that second gen so we can get rid of the quirks and stuff. But exciting year for tech, nonetheless. Now, granted, I don't want to jinx us because I feel like we said it was an exciting year for tech as well. And last year, and then we had COVID hit, which it was still it an exciting was. year. It's still exciting. It was year. still an Are exciting you kidding? year, like, but like reflecting on all the products, it's very optimistic to look at a year from the beginning, and then you you don't see those valleys coming. So let's keep our fingers crossed. No unexpected valleys here that are not tech related so that we can enjoy or fully enjoy all the tech related peaks that are coming along the way. Hey, you'll be able to enjoy your crazy new TVs and all their glory safely at home. Yeah. And the Nintendo Switch, whatever. Pro, please come out. We want it. I'm going to make Gabe buy it. Okay. Wow. Thanks. (laughs) I'm kidding, Gabe. I'm teasing. All right. Either way, that's going to be it. I have to buy two of them, right? (laughs) (laughs) One for both of us. That's going to be it for the 70th episode of the Pinch to Zoom podcast. Thank you all for listening. You can follow us at Pinch to Zoom pod on Twitter, at Pinch to Zoom podcast on Instagram. I'm Stetson. I'm Gabe. And we look forward to talking to you in the next episode. Which tech product from this year will you be purchasing first? Well, time, let's explain time. It moves in a linear pattern. So whichever ones are released earlier, greater probability of being purchased first, right? Products released in January, Stetson, more likely that I can purchase it first before a product released in December of the same year. Okay. Do you understand this? Or do we need to explain If that all the products came out at the same time, which would you purchase first? Well, do all the words you say come out at the same time? Not usually, no. Within the <laughs>